Long ago, T. Nick made awesome content. Then, everything changed when coronavirus attacked. Only Avatar The Last Airbender from 2005 could entertain people, but in 2008, it vanished. Completed. Twelve years passed, and a network discovered a new after show, a retro rewind to perfect TV. And although our panelists are remaining safe indoors, we have a lot of time remaining for isolation. But I believe this after show can save the world. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, AfterBuzzers! Welcome to the Last Airbender After Show. What? I am your host, Alexis Torres. It's been a while. I know that all of you are like, <laughs> what the heck is she doing here? But we're going to be talking about some really awesome stuff. We are starting at book one, chapter one, and chapter two. Uh, the Boy in the Iceberg and the Avatar Returns. Look at this awesome panel. I've got Earthbender, Gunner, Texera. What up, dude? Hey, everyone. I am the biggest fan of anything fantasy and supernatural, and Avatar is probably one of the first shows I ever really got into this genre, and I cannot wait to binge it with everyone. Ah, and we have Waterbender Elgin Ball, who I heard from the grapevine that this might be his first watch through. What? Yeah, I'm excited, <laughs> but so far I'm just a little kid from the Water Tribe, so. <laughs> <laughs> And the person you definitely don't want to mess with is Firebender, Eric Jewell. What up, bro? What's up, everybody? Yeah, I cannot wait to do a rewatch of this show. Also, little known fact about me that <laughs> these guys on the panel don't know yet either. I was actually an extra in M. Night Shyamalan's version of The Last Airbender. So yeah, I'm super what? excited to get back into this world. I think this is going to be such a great rewatch, re everybody. I wait. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're going to have to start the show all over. Okay. Bye, everyone. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm really excited. That was really awesome. Um, yeah. I don't even know where to start from here besides asking a whole bunch of questions, but it's okay. Uh, for one thing, we are definitely going to be talking about just chapter one and chapter two of book one so far, mostly because Elgin is starting this whole thing. Mm -hmm. So no spoilers in the comments, friends. Please. No spoilers. Okay, we're <laughs> only talking about that, but obviously a lot of us have seen it. I mean, the show has been out for what, 15 years now? 15 years. So wow. Try, try your best. Yeah. I know it's hard. Try your best to keep it all together, but we're mostly only going to be talking about one and two. Okay, so let's get into it. And I promise we're not having Midnight Sun Madness. It's just, we're just <laughs> just getting into it so chapter one the boy in the iceberg uh we how do we feel about this episode before we start really getting into it i think this is a really solid first episode right off the bat you instantly meet two of the main characters with sock and guitar you instantly know that they're siblings and they're going to be butting heads the whole time and i really love that it just opens us on two siblings just bickering with each other i'm like oh that's mm -hmm. such an interesting way for this show to start about like a whole magical universe and the first thing we see are just two siblings arguing like we would have in our like daily lives here yeah yeah how about you gunner okay. um i think like even with that i loved even the beginning intro to the very first episode how it's different to episode two and that we have the like history i like that that was a well-developed info dump it wasn't like we had a whole episode on it. It was simply just like, here's our world and here's what happened when the Fire Nation attacked. And like that just got you perfectly into the world and you know what ha is happening here. And Elgin, be ready. We're probably going to be saying that a lot. The Fire Nation attacked about this entire <laughs> recap. Not just this episode, just as, as a whole. Series. <laughs> yeah, like the whole series. Um, I agree with you. Um, I definitely think that having like 
the Katara Sokka aspect also, <laughs> my man Sokka's back, hey, um, <laughs> is really awesome to see them. Because uh, again, I like that you don't have like major exposure of like, um, we know that they're siblings, but we already know enough about them without having to get too much detail about mm -hmm. like their relationship and their water tribe and what's going on. Um, Elgin, how did you feel about seeing, I guess like, I guess the avatar coming out of of the block of ice like that's that's my question like did you think that was going to happen that way or did you think it was going to be something more grand like what did you think yeah that caught me off guard a little bit because i'm like how can someone survive in a iceberg i guess <laughs> um yeah i i don't know it caught me off guard but i really like the the concept of someone being frozen um for uh, whatever amount of time, and just the way that they kind of introduced years. that character, yeah, mm -hmm. um, I think that was pretty cool. So, yeah, yeah I can't wait. Um, what about uh, <laughs> uh, we obviously get to meet our antagonist in this first episode right off the gate? Um, I like to call him the person who yells throughout the entire series, uh, <laughs> especially have... season one. Yeah. All of season one is just Zuko just yelling the entire time. So again, Elgin, be ready for that. Okay. That doesn't change. <laughs> um, but how did we feel meeting him for the first time? Like, at least from like back then, like when I know that it will be hard because again, it's like 15 years ago. But mm -hmm. do you remember what your first thoughts were when you guys all met, like when Zuko came to the screen? Yeah, I remember Zuko immediately you already know he's supposed to be a bad guy because he has a giant scar on his face. Of course. And already he's also a firebender who mm. inherently we're already going to think the firebenders are on the bad side regardless from the opening like title sequence of the episode. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. especially getting this rewatch, like reintroducing Zuko mm -hmm. is just, it's so interesting seeing him and Iroh. I love how they still play off of each other. Zuko is clearly a huge, hot-headed teenager, and Iroh is the more calm, peaceful uncle who is clearly trying to steer Zuko down a good path and just help him get a nice, cool, level head on his shoulders. Yeah, agreed. And it's also just really nice to have um, mm -hmm. uh, just that dynamic of having that uh, extremes of, like, not light and dark, but you know what I mean? Like, the fact mm -hmm. that, like, General Iroh is very calming, and then you have uh, Zuko, who's just kind of like, I just want to get done now, which I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I won't go into details why, but I don't blame him. <laughs> um, uh, but I just love that one, we get to know the fact that a lot of people uh, didn't know that how old Aang was. Everyone kind of just assumed that he was from like 10 to 13 somewhere. <laughs> but like he says in this episode that he's like, do I look 112 to you? <laughs> so I like that you're like, oh, 100 year okay um and so i thought that was really really awesome that we got to do that but i also feel like they also explained a lot in the first uh episode that mm. i like it was not this not to say that it was hard to follow but i love that we were able to just like get the gist of the world and then we're like all right you're in it go so um uh i was gonna say something and now i forgot because zuko <laughs> zuko's trap or not zuko's trap but the trap in the in the boat really threw me warship. off mm -hmm. yeah because like I couldn't tell if that was, at least with the animators and everything, like, was that always going to be a thing? Like, just anybody who goes into there is just going to raise the flare? Or was that specifically for the Avatar? Yeah, that's one and thing I, I noticed on this rewatch. It was that, also, if Zuko wasn't in the vicinity right there and then, 
and someone had just happened to trip over that wire, that flare would have gone off. Nothing would have happened. Right. <laughs> the water tribe would have freaked out for a few days, just being like, oh, crap, like, is a fire nation going to come by? But nothing would have happened. So there's a little bit of coincidence there, but I think we can let it slide for this My one. Goodness. I just thought it was so interesting because I was just like, what's the what? All right. Um, what were you, what, Gunner, what was your favorite part of the first episode? Like, favorite part of the entire thing? I think for the first two episodes, I love just watching the like innocence and seeing that like Aang is just this 12 year old boy who's just excited and happy and has no concept of what's happening and like watching like, the fan even kind of what he does it does hit him I mean we all obviously didn't hit him too hard and he just like bounces back he's like okay well whatever I can still go penguin sledding and it's just like no big deal and that's why I've always loved the most about Aang Aang is such an optimist and such an optimistic hero and we see that when that comes into conflict in a lot of different ways, but it's still like ever present. And you see that when he challenges other characters. Um, I remember how much watching this now, I long for Zuko and I have much more admiration, but I remember when I first watched it, I was like, oh, he's a bad guy. He's a really easy bad guy villain mm-hmm. that no one's gonna like. And mm-hmm. that just is so like present, which is his design, I hate to say, like the scar and his design and like his yelling. It's just like, oh, mm-hmm. this is anything my 12 year old self would've been like, yeah, that's the bad guy, no problem, <laughs> just a villain, easy, nothing, nothing more to him. Yeah, we've got a lot of people in the chat so far already commenting on how often Zuko is saying honor and how he needs to restore his honor. It's so much. And yelling about it. So much. Yeah, like I said, it's just about honor and screaming at the top of his lungs at the, or the avatar. He has to say the avatar at least like eight times per episode. It's insane to me. Mm -hmm. I do not understand. But it's, if you've been searching for the avatar for as long as he has. Makes a little sense. Yeah. Just a smidge. Um, but in chapter two, the Avatar returns. Um, I did think it was interesting that Aang at first didn't tell anyone that he was the Avatar. Um, but then obviously they figured it out as time goes on. And uh, obviously he gets banished right off the gate. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, all right, that makes sense. You 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 brought destruction to their little tiny village. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love when Zuko like arrives <laughs> at, the, at the water tribe that he's just like, ready to go and then poor Sokka's like I'm gonna do this and then just gets thrown into the, into the snow and I'm just yeah, like yeah you oh. really feel for Sokka here you always feel for Sokka just, well that's actually not true later yeah, on I don't. later I don't. on but like in the beginning for sure because I feel like Sokka is a very strong character but definitely in the beginning he seems like the straight up goofball that like oh yeah Mm-hmm. Um, but I also and Boomerang we always gotta talk about uh, Boomerang He's the always best. comes back always <laughs> comes back Boomerang. always comes back um I did like, however, oh, actually, Elgin, this is actually a better question. Did mm-hmm. you think that Am was going, Aang the, was going to surrender himself to the Fire Nation right off the gate? Um, I don't think so, because mm-hmm. usually I feel like he's like this new character that doesn't have any strings or attachment to any of the other characters, so there mm-hmm. really isn't that responsibility. Um, to be present with anybody so I kind of felt like he wouldn't have done that but I guess he's the admirable character <laughs> hey man I just want to pick your brain because when when it happened I was very upset <laughs> I yeah. Was like, yeah. no table flip what's wrong with you <laughs> so that's why I asked I'm always intrigued um but I do like that even though he did surrender himself for the the sake of the village that he still was able to get out which 
I think that's my favorite scene out of both episodes is him fighting Zuko and just slamming him with the mattress <laughs> up and around. <laughs> that was just that whole ship fight is so good. He basically just took down this whole fleet, basically by running around like a yeah. 12 year old on, on Sugar High. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's, so, it's so interesting to see how we see Katara at the beginning struggling with just doing some basic water bending. Oh my gosh. Versus seeing Aang, who was a master airbender already. And just how much of ease they can both, uh, with how much ease he can do his element and how Katara struggles. It's just so interesting to see the dynamic between the two of them and how that will progress. It's going to be so great to watch Katara's uh, uh, journey again Mm -hmm. uh, because that was... (laughs) That was rough for my first go around. I was like, gosh, she drives me crazy. Why is she like this? And then, yeah, eventually she gets better. So it's all good. Don't hate me for that. I'm just saying as a a child, I was like, why is she like this? I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm glad that they were able to get away, that they were, I'm I'm also happy that Graham Graham like was like, here's your stuff. Go (laughs) explore my babies. Just do it. (laughs) you know um she was so willing to let her grandchildren just travel the globe with a stranger yeah you know the avatar you can do whatever he wants you can do whatever he wants yeah they're like oh he's the only one that can bring peace and balance to our world yeah you could go (laughs) enjoy don't (laughs) get kidnapped (laughs) um but like it was just i like that i thought that was really cute i love that Sokka's like kind of giving in and then obviously we had the great moment of appa finally flying and Sokka's beautiful like excitement was on his face and he was like yeah it's cool yeah whatever no big deal (laughs) see this all the time no big deal if you could have at least from what we've seen animal wise in the first two episodes which animal would you want from the episodes flying sky bison no hesitation no hesitation at all no hesitation (laughs) at all same yeah, oh, it's easy. It's just, it's perfect. You guys wouldn't want to pay, like, what? See, I want to say pay, but I'm like, okay, like, even out of all the, like, animals we know in the yeah, world, I still okay. want a bison. I still want a bison. Yeah. yeah. It would be the most convenient thing in the world to just right? hop on that With thing LA and just traffic fly around. Too? Oh, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> uh, would solve all of my problems. <laughs> the fly. Uh, but yeah, I think Oppa's great. And yeah, I so our choice is, we've got a bison, the lemur, or just penguins right now right is that the yeah. only three so far so far yes i think yeah. so unfortunately i can't wait to meet the rest of them though and oh. elgin's gonna lose his mind when he sees all the different creatures it's gonna be yeah, we've got star cloak oh, in the chat right now they agree sky yeah. bison for sure mm-hmm. yeah i mean you you really can't go wrong i was yeah. just curious to see if anybody would pick mm-hmm the penguins and go sledding <laughs> the penguins so. especially because i couldn't hear the last other animals that they said on those other islands that ang wanted to go to um i have to write that down next time but like it just looked like i was like are they only on like certain parts or mm-hmm. they can't mer- uh, yeah i was like what is this what is this i don't like it um but anyway i like that again the fight was really cool i loved all the choreography um the both these episodes were great and I think they're they were probably I'm not gonna say they're like the best of all time tv introductions in my book I just mm-hmm. think that they're the balance of it and the characters and everything was yeah wonderful I think for any for kids and for adults I feel how do you guys feel about now both these episodes together yeah I think it definitely benefits to watch the two episodes back to back especially since this is our first introduction to the world, it definitely does help seeing these episodes together 
more to just help you piece everything together be like oh this is why this connects here mm -hmm. uh these characters are clearly forming a group here instead of having to wait a week like we did when we were younger it's just oh, it a more concise <laughs> picture like right off the bat for you so frustrating <laughs> what's for me is i don't know how or when i must have first started the series but they did the first episodes as a special and i remember watching i remember this was all one episode so when mm -hmm. i watched it back as episodically i was like oh I thought this was all one big episode. Oh, that's interesting. Um, but I like that though. I like the like, these two are like how it should be seen together. You can't want to watch them separately. It's just going like, to leave you too right. confused. That'd be yeah. awful. What about you, Elgin? <laughs> I think my favorite thing, and now like watching these first two episodes, I know things are going to get more complex just from watching these two episodes because they're able to switch these the atmosphere in the show very quickly and very seamlessly also. And I like how they're able to blend um, these different, um, like the tension and, and like the mm -hmm. funny moments and mm -hmm. like the sincere moments all together at once. And I feel like a lot of shows don't get that right, like today. And the fact that a show like this, that's 15 years old mm -hmm. uh, was able to do this, it's, it's really cool. So I'm really excited to see how, how they're gonna do that um, even more so with the transitionings in the show. So I'm really excited. Oh my goodness. It's yeah. so crazy to me that it's a 15 year old show. I'm like, oh my God, you're in high school. Like what? Yeah, like, <laughs> Get out of here. I was watching yeah, this in high school. Life. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, not to go completely off topic. I know mm -hmm. that uh, we are going to be getting a live action of this series eventually on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And I'm very interested <laughs> to see how that's going to mm -hmm. pan out. Um, especially since I know, again, no shame on Eric, but like we all know how Last Airbender the movie went. So oh. just saying. I saw that one actually. <laughs> I, I like there was definitely moments I loved about that movie. There were others, but we're not gonna get into it because we're not doing a movie review. <laughs> we're talking about the TV show. <laughs> and I bet you Eric was studying in all of his stuff. So that's all that matters, at least huh. to me. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I like to agree with that. I think I did pretty well for the scenes I was in. Heck yeah, you did. I'm proud of you, buddy. I, wanna, I need to find it. I'm going to put, I know I have it somewhere. I'm going to put it on and I'm going to look for you. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but it's going to happen. Um, but pretty much like I, one, I can't wait for Elgin to get through the rest of this. I wish I could watch with you, like, yeah. you know, but it's okay. I can't wait to see what you think of these next coming episodes, especially yeah. with all the next characters that are going to be coming out. Um, Eric, do you have any news and gossip for us at this moment? Yeah, so I found a few more things. Since the show is so old, I was just going to bring you guys up to speed on a couple things that different actors have been doing so far. So right now, uh, Mae Whitman, who you guys know as the voice of Katara, she was recently cast in the new uh, TV series for Invincible, which is an image comic adaptation. I believe it's going to be coming out sometime next year. They don't have an actual release date for it yet but she has been announced that she will be part of the cast. She doesn't have a character name yet, so it's, I'm very interested to see what she'll be doing there. Mm -hmm. And then you can also find uh, Jack DeSena, who is the voice of Sokka. He just recently wrapped working on The Dragon Prince on Netflix. And speaking of the live action show, uh, one of the directors who directed about 19 episodes of this series, his name is Giancarlo Volpe, he was recently interviewed by Bustle and they asked him, oh, with the new series coming out, what are you excited for? Do you have any hesitation? And he went on saying that he's very excited, but also kind of nervous for the show. He just doesn't know 
how it's going to transition, but he's very excited to see the whole, uh, all of our favorite characters again. He just wants to see our characters treated properly the way that fans really want to see this well done. Oh my goodness. That like made me a little emotional. Like, oh! <laughs> Cause it feels like you grew up with these characters. So it's like, yeah, exactly. really mm -hmm. close. Yeah. Um, well, I wish I it, did. I know it's okay. Cause we're all gonna go through this together. <laughs> Elgin, don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. It's, it's going to be okay. even better for you now, Elgin. Oh, yeah, man. especially if like anybody who's, I mean, there, I know people who also haven't watched this series, but mm -hmm. have watched other anime. So they definitely see like anime tropes and like little things like that. So mm -hmm. it's all good. So uh, since technically Elgin's the only one who <laughs> hasn't mm -hmm. seen the whole series, I would like to see predictions from you, good sir. Okay. Well, I feel like Katara is going to get better at waterbending. Let's hope. No. Um, Sokka, I feel bad he doesn't have any bending. Maybe he will out of nowhere. Maybe. Possibly. Question mark. <laughs> and, we'll never tell. <laughs> um, well, obviously, Aang has to master all the elements now, right? Mm -hmm. So That's the quest. That's that's his job. Maybe he'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Watch, he does it. He's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, just there. Nah. Fine. But hope there's not much yeah. of a show without it. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, I give up. Airbending's cool. Bye. <laughs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so excited. What, what, what do you think about Zuko, though? Um, maybe he'll just go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just... <laughs> Do you want a bigger bad uh baddie or do you want just zuko for the entire se series well i feel like that would get stale like just one no i feel like it would i i don't know there i think there needs to be multiple villains maybe like maybe it's a small villains and then you know the big ones mm -hmm. but we'll see i guess i like where your head i'm on at. a journey I'm excited. Like, you have no idea. I'm like beaming from the other side over here because I love the fact that we're going through this like completely new. It like mm -hmm. brings butterflies. Yeah, I love I it. Wait. Real quick, a few things from the chat. Um, yeah. Step B said, can we talk about how amazing the soundtrack is? Yes. It's, it's such a good score. Mm -hmm. I was just recently listening to it a few days ago with some of my roommates down here and it's, it just fits so well. You wouldn't even think it was just for a kid's animated TV series. You would think yeah. this would be for a huge blockbuster movie, how good this soundtrack is. Yeah. See, I don't talk about it as often anymore because I made the mistake of making it my alarm. Oh. And <laughs> it, we have a love-hate relationship now because I definitely love listening to it when I'm cleaning and like, it's just oh, everything about the score in the show and so forth, even in Legend of Korra, it's just, mm -hmm. it's absolute perfection. I love yep. it. But... Uh, that was my bad for making it my alarm because now I'm like, <laughs> so, but yes, I think it's the one thing that you can definitely listen to whatever you're doing and it mm -hmm. just, just eases you in every way, shape and form. I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. And even just like, not to stray away completely, but just the, the animation, I felt like uh, watching it, even watching it now, it's still aged well, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, all the fight choreography animation is really good, which uh, if you didn't know that, obviously they 
rendered that off of actual martial artists, which is really, right. really cool. Mm. Um, so I love that. And just the aspect, especially as a martial artist myself, I like actually can recognize some of the movements, which is kind of <laughs> cool. Um, so I like that they actually took the time to do that. Yeah. Uh, so it's just, again, it's one of those shows that I feel like, again, if you haven't gotten into it, that it's something that you can tell that the the team, the voice actors, the animators, mm. they all put a lot of hard work yeah. into mm -hmm. it. And I feel like anybody could enjoy it again from like a 12 year old to, you know, like a 50 year old, because it's just, it's just the right amount of fun and, and dark when it gets there. <laughs> Journey. We'll get and some dark cartoon. moments. Yeah, for sure. That's why I'm also like, I can't wait. I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm just plotting <laughs> against Elgin right now. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> we're not ready for these three books, my friend. It oh. is going to be so good. Uh, I don't have anything else. Does anybody want to add in something before we are out of here? Yeah, we've got a few more people in the chat. Uh, we have Katie Fox saying that she feels the live action, it's, gonna, it's either going to be really good or really bad. There's no in between. Yeah, there's literally no in between. Yeah, I really mm -hmm. hope it's on the really good side. Me too. And then we also have Natalie saying that obviously production on the show has been halted because of COVID-19 right now. Yes. But the they're saying that the original creators have free reign from Netflix to do anything that they want and she, that she is hopeful. And we are all hopeful as well, Natalie. We really yes. want this to work out well for this show. Crossing our fingers yeah. mm -hmm. for real. Um, and I am excited because I know that The Last Airbender should be, not the new one, but the, this actual series that we're recapping should be on Netflix soon because of the fact that they have the rights to it. So mm -hmm. if you don't know where to watch it, uh, there's a lot of platforms, but you'll definitely, if you have Netflix, it will be on there shortly, hopefully. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll keep you updated on that for sure. Gunnar, Elgin, anything else? No? I mean, um, I'm just excited. I'll be wearing mm -hmm. blue next week to represent yeah! the <laughs> I love it. Oh my God, I'm so excited. And I'm excited to hear from all of you guys as well. <laughs> Definitely let us know if you're watching it for the first time, mm -hmm. watching it again with us. I would love to hear what you guys think and what you guys think Elgin will get really excited about because <laughs> uh, oh, I'm intrigued. Um, everybody, tell where the fans can find you on the internet. Um, you can find me at Gunner underscore Thomas 88 on Instagram or Gunner Thomas 888 on Twitter. You guys can follow me uh, at EricJewel11 on Twitter. Tweet me your thoughts on the show, throw out some predictions. Just if you want to chat about the show, I will be more than willing to talk to you guys <laughs> about it. And I only got Instagram, so you can find me on that. <laughs> hey, man, that's still something. That's right. still something. I love yeah. it. Uh, it's Elgin underscore. 22. All right. And you guys can follow me where all Lexus Torres are sold at a Torres 890 on Twitter's uh, Snapchat, uh, smoke signals, whatever. You can find me there at any moment. I am ready to talk about everything and all things about this show because it's fantastic. So thank you guys for joining us and we'll see you guys next week for chapter three and four. Bye everyone. See ya. Bye guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.